This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, and I am joined by attorney Harry Littman, former top federal prosecutor and the host of my favorite legal podcast when I'm not listening to Legal AF. It's called Talking Feds, and Harry himself has a great YouTube channel at Talking Feds that you can all check out. Harry, I want you to react to the statement that we just got from Donald Trump following the guilty conviction on 17 counts of the Trump organization. First off, welcome to the show. As always, great to be here, Ben. (laughs) I am an attorney. You are an attorney. And uh, I like talking law with you and your sophisticated audience of Midas Mighty. Oh, the Midas Mighty all loves Harry (laughs) Littman. And you did a previous video about what took place uh, during the day earlier where the Trump organization was found uh, guilty on 17 counts of felonies relating to all of this fraudulent conduct to improper benefits given to his executives. The Trump organization is now a felon. Um, Let me read for you the statement that Donald Trump, this deranged statement that Trump put out. It's dated December 6, 2022. Are you going to do a dramatic reading of it, I hope? We're going to do a dramatic reading. We're going to put up the statement on the screen. It says Manhattan witch hunt all in caps. And then it says disappointed with the verdict in Manhattan, but will appeal after looking at millions of pages of documents over many years, much to the detriment of record setting murder and other forms of violent crime that are taking place in New York City. The government was able to get an employee to plea in order for a very reduced sentence. This case was about Alan Weisselberg committing tax fraud on his personal tax returns, etc., with he and every witness repeatedly testifying that President Trump and the Trump family knew nothing about his actions, which he admits were done solely for his own benefit and with no benefit to the two companies. Why would corporations which knew nothing about Weisselberg's personal tax returns be prosecuted for that person's conduct? There was reliance, all in caps, by us on a then highly respected and expensive accounting firm and law firm to do this work. The accounting firm also did his personal returns, which we are not even allowed to legally view. This case is unprecedented and involved no monetary gain to these two corporations. It is a continuation of the greatest political witch hunt in the history of our country. New York City is a hard place to be, quote, Trump, as business and people flee our once great city. Exclamation point. Harry Littman, your response. 
where to start? You know, it's got it all, right? It's got mendacity. There's lie after lie there about what the evidence was. It's got um, total chutzpah, right? This is Weisselberg, the guy who wouldn't uh, give up on, on Trump, was actually, you know, a, a guy in his mid-70s who stayed loyal, was loyal all the way back to Fred, and now Trump, you know, have all, having already thrown him under the bus, is reversing back and forth. It's got grandiosity, the greatest ever, et cetera, and it's got the great Trump victim complex, you know the the how he's the the uh, most um, victimized um, politician in the history of politicians, and I love the final element of how the mighty in New York have fallen. He does. It's got that the final Trump element of just nastiness toward the speaker, just insulting and tr basically saying New York has criminal uh, problems, basically, because they think about me instead of going after rapists and murderers. And think about how uh, Trump has fallen from the time when he was, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and they wouldn't indict me. Now, according to him, he can do nothing and, they, and he's still found guilty. So there's a you know, just a perfect kind of whole collection of Trump and, you know, Trumpism. And this final point um, that Trump is now no longer really a New Yorker. He's really persona non grata there. And that's going to matter because the, as we talked about, uh, Ben, before, it looks like the New York AG wants to look seriously at indicting him criminally for the very charge that uh, he shied away from before involving the payments to Stormy Daniels. That happened a while ago. You might think there's a statute of limitation problem, but there isn't because Trump no longer lives in New York. He took exile in Florida and under New York law, every day he spends outside there, the statute of limitations doesn't, doesn't uh, roll. So Mr. Big New York commercial uh, real estate with the brand of Trump organization has has taken it on the chin and sort of every other part of the body. But more generally on Trump. So first of all, it does strike me as a grandiose, lying, uh, completely ridiculous, chutzpatik, I think is the, uh, the legal term, et cetera, Trump statement. But I think we should take a step back and see this, you know, as part and parcel of this sort of, it, on the one hand, kind of exquisite political problem, and on the other, just national problem that we all have based on Trump's continuing to hang around the party when he's well since worn out his welcome. Because look, this will be one more step that will make um, party elders shy away. They already are completely flat-footed when they're asked now, what about Trump? Because they're scared of him, but they don't want him. More and more people are, I think now, of the view that he is uh, a scoundrel, maybe a criminal, and that his day has passed and the country's better off without him. All that's true. But these statements by Trump, including the one earlier this week that basically said we now need to suspend the Constitution, are carefully calculated to rev up the only sort of asset he has remaining, which is the, what, 
30% of the country, 25, 32 of his base that is rabid and continues to eat this stuff up with a spoon. And as a result, he is a very dangerous customer for the party and the nation because he's still the front runner for the nomination. And depending on who else runs, you know, if there are enough people, he could, as he did in 2015, take people down. So he continues to look ridiculous. And I think most importantly, like a loser, the verdict of history is going definitively against him. The latest uh, show of that, I thought, was the Oath Runners trial. And yet, he's, he talks trash like this, and there is an audience to receive it. And it does, in fact, pose a political and sort of national um, uh, problem for our broader politics. So there's comic relief here, but also highly sober concern that even when getting completely and justifiably um, brought down by a uh, verdict of 12 persons good and true, he still will react in his kind of pugnacious, outrageous, nasty way that more and more people are alienated by, but a cadre of folks still are really revved up by. And that is a worry, especially for the party, which of course, you know, they brought it on themselves, but in, in a way for the nation. That's what I got for you, Ben, and my general reaction to this Trump uh, commentary. I, I got follow-up for you. So first and foremost, I do like the nickname for the Oath Keepers as the Oath Runners because they're always running away. Did I away. say that? It's okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, they're always running I away the proud from boys. the law. That too. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, two, you know, when you go through the just deranged statement that Trump made, you know, the actual elements of the crime before the jury are exactly what Trump is saying didn't occur. So the jury was asked the questions like, did it benefit the corporation? And was Trump a managing agent? Was, was did he a know managing about agent? Yeah. Did he know about it? So literally the elements that the jury got and the jury was very deliberate, right? They went, granted, they moved expeditiously in just under 10 hours. So about 30 minutes per each 17 of the counts. Um, but they asked each of the elements, uh, you know, to the judge in the various counts um, after they were read the counts the first time. And they were the exact opposite uh, answers that the jury came out with that Trump is claiming here. Here's one point I want to make as well. Can though. I give you one on it, that, though. It's a super nice point. And of course, Trump takes any statement against him as just a thing to rebut the, the more forceful against him, the more forcefully and directly to rebut it. But this is the law and a jury good and true. So now it's not even though his instinct is just to call anybody and everybody who insults them a liar, pretty hard to do when, you know, 12 people have have undertaken the process that we have to deciding who's telling the truth and who's lying a jury. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. 
Well, and you know what he could have done here and what, frankly, he could do or could have done in the New York Attorney General Letitia James special proceeding where he was called for a deposition and asked the most basic questions in the world. So for all his bravado and bluster, right, when New York Attorney General Letitia James, she showed up at the deposition herself to ask the questions and the questions were like, what is the value of Mar-a-Lago? What is the value of Trump Tower? What was the appraisal? What was your valuation for it? The most basic questions. And what did he do? I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. And here in this criminal trial, he could have testified. When the defense put on their case, the witness who was missing was cowardly Donald Trump, who could have showed up there and said, here is what was going on and told, you know, and spoke to the jury and looked them in the eyes. But he rather go Manhattan witch hunt exclamation points onto his social media following than actually exist in the real world. And I think that shows just how cowardly he is. So what happens next, Harry? Well, Where do we go it's from a, it's here? A, ben, it's another great point. And I just want to say, make this legal point. He's the worst client in the world because he does these things instead. But as you and I know, when the day of reckoning comes, each and every one of these statements is going to be admissible against him. So he didn't say it in trial, but he says this crazy stuff. Oh, really? So um, it's a witch hunt, you think? And you think, why is that? Why you say businesses and people flee our once great city? Everything he said, all the crazy things that, that have to make his succession of lawyers uh, next to not getting paid and getting stiffed by him. The next reason is tearing their hair out can be used against him. All right. What happens to him next as a result of this? Yeah. What do you predict? Everyone wants to know what happens next. There are these various prosecutions. Do you think the floodgates are open now? The Teflon Don, it's been pierced and people can see that this is, you know, that, that he's not immune from criminal prosecution. You know, I so first, <laughs> having started with thinking at different points, maybe back to access Hollywood. Oh, come on. The American people won't stand for it. I nevertheless will now. I, so I want to <laughs> want to put point out my poor track record will say, yes, I think, in fact, there is already blood in the water and, you know, seven or eight sharks a swimming. And let's just start with the criminal thing, which is the most important. All you know, it threatens liberty, threat, and there are ways that it threatens his ability to be a candidate. It threatens everything. There are now three imminent, three sort of imminent uh, potential prosecutions on the horizon. There's Fulton County. That's problematic for some reasons, but it's sure serious. And it, you know, and it would, I think, it will be more sort of piercing of the of the Teflon coating. Mar-a-Lago, which to my mind is the biggest threat, and really coming at him like a freight train under the new special counsel Jack Smith who served an important round of subpoenas today. And now Bragg. Bragg, I think, has been faulted as being sort of finger to the wind and politically sensitive. If you credit that charge, it's bad for Trump because today, having won this scalp of a corporation, he, you know, I think is 
buoyed and has spring in his step for going after Trump himself. So, and and Ben, those are just the criminal prosecutions, each one of which could be devastating. But the civil one of Tish James is way down the line and is, you know, devastating potentially to his pocketbook and again to his brand. This one is devastating to his brand. Eugene Carroll has a really good defamation suit and is going to get a pretty penny from him. I don't, you know, to me now, he's just circling around and at every turn, you know, People are genuinely drawing blood already. So I think that I think the Teflon has been pierced. And I can't remember a figure that I've known, my for you know, much less a sort of famous figure who's been in so much serious trouble from so many quarters. And of course, you know, it's all about a reckoning of of conduct and kind of attitude that people have known since he's been around. So yeah, I think he's going to get indicted. Yeah, I think he's going to get convicted, though not necessarily in Georgia, not necessarily in New York. And yeah, I think he's going to get separately ruined. And we are already seeing that process. There you have it. We will leave it at that. And Harry Littman, you've got a great YouTube page I want everybody to check out as well. Um, Talking Feds, it's important that we grow these pro-democracy YouTube channels. You do such an incredible job here as a commentator, but I want let everybody know that they can check out your hot takes there as well and to subscribe there. Let's help Harry grow his YouTube channel. Uh, you do great work, and I want to make sure we do everything we can here to amplify your work. Ben, so kind and menchy of you to say, and it's true, I put a lot of quick minutes and uh, takes with different people there, so, so check us out. And uh, as always, stick with Midas Mighty for the, the hot takes. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Harry Littman, your favorite former federal prosecutor <laughs> and legal commentator out there. Until next time, thank you for watching the Midas Touch Network. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and check out our Patreon account at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Midas Touch. Until next time.